It's the finale. Finally. It has happened to us. And we're so excited <laughs> that it's fucking over. Fe- What's the word? <laughs> Hang on, wait. I've only had not even a full bottle. Shut up. <laughs> I'm on a really heavy set of this, though. <laughs> so that's why you didn't want to have any wine. It's, uh, well, that and I'm hungover as a bowl from oh, last night. Oh, true. Exactly. But I am on some um, really beautiful medication at the moment. So this is... Wow. Of all the, the pods to be in some way impaired, this is the one. This is the one. This is the one, madame. This is the one, diva. Visually impaired, honey. This is the... Mentally, in so many other ways. <laughs> this is Not Another Drag Race Podcast. We have been here multiple times a week for the past six weeks doing season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race. And we have been doing UK versus the world with myself. My name is Reese. You know that. You, what? Oh, what's that um, phrase that one of the queens says? I can't remember her name. Fuck. Uh, holla at me, you know you know me. Holla at me, you know you know me. Who's that? Who says that? Holla at me, I know you know me. Holla at me, I know you know me. Who, who? It's Tamisha Imar. Oh, of course. You could forget Alabama star. Um, but it's joining me... for you. <laughs> that was a deep cut joke for the you, you Reddit fans out there. Um, Who's Alabama bussy, star? Bussy queen watchers. Oh, we'll get into a bitch. I, my, me, Reese. that's me. Hi, hello, hi. I am the host of this podcast and I needed my good bitch to join me for this fucking shite that we've been talking about for the past six weeks. It has come to an end, but I'm so grateful for her time. I think all of you are too, which is why the series has been the most popular (laughs) of all of them in podcast history. Let's give it up one last time for a, let's give a good UK versus the world round of applause for Miss Tequila Schmockingbird. UK versus the world. (laughs) And aren't we all so glad that we never have to hear that again? Probably next year we will. The song that they they really tried, didn't they? They, they really, really tried. thought they would like make it a thing, and they kept trying. They kept the trying. Very last yep. opportunity. Yep. Flogging that dead horse. Just a very apt, huh? Mm. Very apt. Very apt. Just like this series, which yep. was six weeks of our life, where. I just, you know, I kikied on a Wednesday at lunchtime just on my couch because I'm still working from home until next week. Fuck my life. But, uh, you know, I just was like, you know, what? Well, let's, let's watch this little drag thingy. Let's see what happens here. Let's see the queens uh, put a lot of effort together for Absolutely literally shit. And it really dragged itself towards this finale and it promised us just a spectacular of all spectaculars. Did it? That... <laughs> In what way? It just felt, in the end, very appropriate. <laughs> it felt very much like they were like, all right, let's get this over with. <laughs> yeah. It certainly wasn't much better, let me tell you that much. Alan right Carr now. couldn't even be asked popping up. <laughs> no. Did, was he, I was going to ask you this. Was he there at all this season? Or has it just been Graham Norton and Michelle? Tequila, that is a very good question. <laughs> I genuinely, it's only been six episodes. Yes. But I feel like I've been through a traumatic time. (laughs) So my brain has wiped certain Uh, memories. I'm looking and Alan Carr was there in episode two, which was the RuPaul ball. He was there with um, special guest judge Daisy Mae Cooper. Oh, we loved Daisy Mae Cooper. We loved her. Yeah. We loved Melanie C being the first. That was only six weeks ago. Can you believe that? Can you fucking believe that? 
What was she there for? She was there for the first episode, God. What? Why? For the talent show. Oh. <laughs> I like Mel C. That's we nice. love Mel C. I remember I was a little disappointed. We got, even though I love Say You'll Be There, it's my favourite Spice had... Girl song. But I wanted um, the Hex Hector remix of um, I Turn To You. But that wasn't the lip sync song, unfortunately. Yeah. But yes. I could kick a door down. You could I showed what? you the video. Yes, you did. Yes, down. you did. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Also, we had Jonathan Bailey. Oh. Who could forget? Dots on the runway. Do you, have you heard about his new play in London? Cock. Yeah. Yeah. I would like his to cock see cock is it. so big, Taron Egerton passed out during the first performance. <laughs> I know, I saw Taron Egerton passed out on stage. During the first performance. Uh. And that if that doesn't happen to me when Jonathan Bailey eventually fucks me. Yeah. With his big cock. Well, that's the thing. Cock. The show is, is about Jonathan word. Bailey, uh, like separating from his boyfriend because he met a woman and fell in love with her. And I don't want to see a whole play of Jonathan Bailey fucking a woman. That's why I haven't seen Bridgerton. That's, is that why I'm I playing the woman? Do I get to be the woman? You think I you can go to the West woman. End and be like, "Bitch, hi, my name's Tequila Mockingbird, and I'm a woman, and I'm going to play the part of the bitch who gets dicked down by Jonathan Bailey." Because look at me, woman. I am. In my human hair unit, my long, beautiful, <laughs> sexy. <Ooh. laughs> I love, I love that there are people listening who actually ge- might genuinely think that you came in drag every single week of this podcast. <laughs> I love this. So Do you want to tell people why you did come in drag that one time? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well. I never want to talk about that fucking shit ever again. To be quite honest, we won't. And again, very apt. Isn't one day just... it might come to light. Sure. And someday your children may know, and your children's children may know. A preventative tea spill. How possibly I on the pod was dogged. Oh. Yeah. Okay. fucking lootly. Well. Dogged. Al, this might be enticing for our listeners, but I'm going to need to hear more, so we're going to talk about this off the pod. Um, <laughs> remind me when we stop recording. Uh. Yo, listeners, I think we've made our feelings quite clear at this point. We are a bunch of Melbourneian Aussie homos who love drag and half of us participate in drag as a drag performer. We love queer artists. We love drag artists. We love showcasing the incredible queer talent of this world on major television productions, including the most like critically successful and commercially successful reality competition series of all time because it's won the most Emmys out of every reality show in history, RuPaul's Drag Race. Did it beat The Amazing Race? It did. It beat The Amazing Race. I love The Amazing Race. I have not seen a season of that show in about 15 years. Would you do The Amazing Race? No. Okay. Not a doubt in... I would never. I... Ever. don't like to run for obvious <laughs> reasons. <laughs> but... Would you do I, it in drag? <laughs> no, but they wanted me to do maths in drag. Did I tell you that? What? I got a fucking... I just kept getting messaged. This is going... I'm sure I actually don't really think he listens to this. But he kept messaging me. My friend is one of the one of the lead casting producers on it. And he was just like, we, do want, we want you... We want you and we want you to get married in drag. You don't have to do the whole show in drag. To a man. Just get married in drag to a man. We have like the perfect person for you that they'd match for you. Da, 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 da. It's going to be amazing. It's going to it's gonna like launch your career. It'll probably get you on RuPaul. It'll da, da, da. Mm, no, it and won't. I was like, what it will do is it will 
absolutely tank my entire life. Like it, it does to every single one of those fame hungry monsters that goes it onto it. I was Maths, like, apologies you. if your friend is listening. Maths is the worst show I've ever seen in my life. And I've barely seen an episode. I've mostly just seen it when they watch it on Gogglebox. I love it though. It's the biggest piece of shit. It is without a doubt. If you did that, that would just, for me, be insulting, to be honest with you. Because Channel 9 tried one gay couple and they didn't even get through the first, like, fucking honeymoon stage. <laughs> and then they never tried it again. Oh, so it was like real life then because most gays <laughs> don't make it to the honeymoon stage anyway. Well, we know the only reason Channel 9 would hire a drag queen for a show like Maths is because drag is mainstream now, apparently, and they just want to capitalise. Well, that's moments on The Bachelor, so. She was on for, like, less than one episode, like, you think she was? Get, you think she was getting dicked down by Lockie or Karen? whatever his name oh. is? I don't know. Kieran was that naked one with a bunch of grapes. Who? Blah, blah, blah. Big Kieran with the big dick. Kieran, he's fucking awful. He's uh, pff, nah, I'm rotten not fucking asshole. Not across, um, unfortunately. Anyway. Um, beautiful band. The only TV show I want to talk about here, as you can imagine, is RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, damn it, I thought we were going back to Bridgerton. No, we're not going back to Bridgerton and we sure as fuck ain't going back to Real Housewives. Um <gasps> Did could you hear, though. by the way? What? Could though. <laughs> could they, not. Could though because could not. <laughs> Salt Lake City uh. is the reunion. <gasps> Mama. To those listeners out there, I, I love it because they've been DMing me. And how many of them are bots? <laughs> uh, none of them. All friends. Lovers, acquaintances. Cute. I wonder what that's like to have friends. Yeah. Yeah. You went to my birthday the other night. I did, and I got a little too drunk because the next day I sounded real faded. And I think everyone <laughs> heard when they listened to the pod <laughs> just how fucking faded I was. Ooh. Holy shit, I was not in the uh, healthiest <laughs> of times. But you know what I am? They I am talk right about now, Drag Race. <laughs> I, I'm in my healthiest when I'm talking RuPaul Drag Race with a glass of sparkling in my hand because we're celebrating everyone. Some of us are drinking, some of us are on sedatives. I am time. going to buy you wine glasses. Champagne glasses in particular. I used to have champagne glasses and I got rid of them when I moved. I think Why? because they were too dirty and I couldn't be <laughs> washing them. <laughs> uh, is that you funny? You literally have a dishwasher. No, I, I, I do. And I did it my last place too. <gasps> yeah, I just got rid of them. Okay. Well, okay. I have a brand new box of Volero glasses. Volero is a brand of champagne. Yeah. Oh, oh, um, oh that excuse I, me, excuse me. Had gifted to me. Not Jacob's um, Creek? No. Okay. No. Expensive. Beautiful. Feminine. Hello. Oh, what's the what's the brand of Moscato that was bougie? Riccadonna? Ah. What is... <laughs> you don't know Riccadonna? Does mean like expensive? Oh, yeah. It's like like $22 for a bottle of Riccadonna Moscato. is $7 a bottle. Really? It used to be like... $17 a bottle. It's very <laughs> cheap. It's very, very cheap. I only really drink sparkling Moscato because I can't handle anything else. Bitch, champagne tastes like piss. South Blanc is nobody, too dry. This is why nobody invites me. You ah. the palate of a four-year-old. What are you talking about? No, red's disgusting. Pinot Grigio I could maybe handle in like small doses, but it gives me a headache. Do you drink a lot of beer? No, I hate beer. What do you drink? Uh, bourbon, vodka, cider I love. Um, tequila if I'm in the mood. <laughs> wink, <Okay>. wink. <laughs> I'm on sedatives. Please don't be in the mood. <laughs> I have a headache tonight. <laughs> of all the times for me to be in the mood for some tequila. <laughs> this is not it. 
there's another one. The bitch lives next door to me, and of all the times, <laughs> no. Hey, while you enjoy your little chocolate bunny, which I think was on special at Coles from when it's I was there earlier. Chocolate. Yes, it is chocolate. It is a chocolate bunny. Who has the chocolate? Who has it? I'm such a bad fan for not getting that reference when you first said yeah. it. Chocolate. I don't think I think they're going to get to the very last, like top five, going into top four, and they. I think Willow's got it, and I think she's out this week. That you game. think? Yeah. Oh, just because they said she sucks on on the promo doesn't mean she will. Yeah, it's a, always a misdirect, but I yeah, I think she, I, I think she's got it. It's either her or George's. Oh. And if, if it's, it's George's, George's, I'm going to boot my TV out the window. The fans are going to ride if yeah. it's George's. Imagine being told every week you are born to do drag and despite being mediocre <laughs> and doing mediocre every week, apart from looking beautiful. Taking advice from Miss Chez Hole. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. On being mediocre. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing it every week. Looking beautiful while doing it. Yeah. Crunchy lace line in that panel. <laughs> Sitting there. Not having a clue what she was talking about. I didn't clock this, by the way. Apologies, everyone, for not going too into detail about the panels on <laughs> the last episode of the pod. But there wasn't so much to talk about, in our opinion. Uh, fucking Alaska noticed that uh, Deja Sky wasn't wearing nails. <laughs> you don't have to wear nails every time you're in but drag. when she's holding cards, like the you focal point is the hands. You don't have to <laughs> be wearing that? nails every time Ooh. you do drag. Alaska's triggered. There's beef. There's beef between two of the most popular drag race pods on the planet, Race Chaser and not another drag race pod. There's beef. Tequila in Alaska. You heard it here. Alaska can suck it. <laughs> if Alaska had to do anywhere near as much work in drag as actual drag queens have to do, she wouldn't ah. be wearing fucking nails. Let me tell you that much right for now. If she was doing four shows a night, like we have to do here, with costume changes in between... And 20 minutes to do it all, including changing hair and earrings. Suck my actual hoop. Well, the AAA girls have been disbanded for a while, so Mm. she hasn't had the opportunities. Yeah. Imagine being so famous and booked to literally do nothing but sit there and go, hey. (laughs) That you don't have to do anything yourself. They forget. They forget what drag is. They forget mm. what actual drag is. Mm. It's not what they get paid to do. Mm. Mm. So those girls can wear nails. Go for gold. The rest of us live in the real drag world. Well, I'm glad we've taken 15 minutes to get to this point. But anything else you want to say? Anyway, <laughs> and just like that, Blue Hydrangea was crowned. <laughs> ah! And I think that's about it. That's pretty honestly. It's all. Well, it's what it fucking feels like. I think all the fan. I've. I can tell based on the the tweets, the grams, the TikToks. Uh, speaking to some of the fans as well who watched the finale, this felt whelming. Uh, uh, <laughs> to borrow know, a quote from you, Bosco. Yeah. You know when they say, "I know you can be overwhelmed, you can be underwhelmed. Can you ever just be whelmed?" Whelmed. The answer is yes. Yeah, just show them this episode of Drag Race. Yeah. Show them this whole season. You look up whelmed in the dictionary. I hope, by the way, because, guys, obviously, we we all know at this point, this is just how we do. We kiki, we, we bitch, we have fun, we make fun of this show we love. Was this a pretty r- random-ass, weird fucking six-episode journey? Yes. Will we think of it fondly? Probably not. 
But that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy doing this <laughs> because I really enjoyed being here the past six weeks, ch- chatting drag race and all that and in between, including Delta Goodrum, with you. I love Delta Goodrum. I know I said last week I'd never mention her again. Uh, well, technically I did, so you that's my she fault. That's my fault. Piano on her chiller. <laughs> It's not real. There's a reason even I cut she that from. Her, <laughs> even though she takes her shoes off for it. How about at the end of this episode, <laughs> I put the 12-minute Delta Goodrum conversation Okay, in. well, this episode is about to be two hours and 45 no, minutes No, it's long. not. It's Trust me, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we've been talking about it the past few weeks. I'll do it for you. It's a very special treat for you sticking around to the very end of UK versus the world with us. I will put the uncut, the cut... Now uncuts. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. The the removed audio that was our twelve minute conversation about Delta Goodrum. Found footage. <laughs> Found on the cutting room floor. That was my laptop on my dining room table. The Blair St. Clair bitch project. <laughs> it's just me with snot coming out of my nose. <laughs> Guys, stick around to the end of this episode because that's the conversation you want to hear, especially if you're a Delta Gordon fan, Andy from Pop Chops. So <laughs> also, it's very funny that that's how this episode is going to end. I know. Because <laughs> much like this week's episode of UK vs. the World, what an underwhelming way to go out of this season. I fucking <laughs> live for it. So let's talk. Let's get into it. 17 minutes in to this fucking podcast. Let's talk about the fact that our top four walked back into the workroom, saw Janie's lipstick message and said, ah, oh, bye. And then... <laughs> Literally. They spent more time talking about the fact that Juju had never wiped off a lipstick <laughs> message than Janie's exit. But what a way to wipe off a lipstick message looking that fucking good. Mm. God, she looked good. Mm. God, yeah, no, Juju. Gorge. Gorge. Stutralinta. But the question was, Mohart, who'd you pick? Duh, Janie, we know. We knew, obviously. We did, we've been done new. Apparently, it was news to at least one person. Mo had an alliance with Blue. Bagger was not happy. For what though? <laughs> it felt like a it felt like a non non story story point. An absolute non story point. I was like, what, what is happening? We had a, a way too long confessional shot of Bag of Chips sitting there saying, I didn't know she had an alliance. And then her with no neck, looking like a, a toad in heat. Did you see her after the first episode when she sat with the other girls? Did you oh, see yeah. That? She was like, man, spread. Yeah. Looking like, oh, God, she's fucking rotten. She's hardly a lady. But um, literally just sitting there in a confessional chair. She's hardly a human being at this point. She's Say, half, half toad. Saying literally, no. Three quarters she, toad. She literally just sat there and said, not on my watch. Yes, on your watch. Yeah. Yes, it happened on your watch. Quite literally. What? Do, do you know words? Do you know phrases? Yeah. Do you get? Do you know nope. how that works? All right. No, she doesn't. Sitting in a fucking flower pot shit. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares at this point, guys? Who cares? Bill and Ben's grandmother. <laughs> But we knew this was happening, though, because we paid attention to the promo. Lip sync SmackDown for the crown. Because, I mean, why not? Why not? Why the fuck not? What else we got going on? Going into a final lip sync, you have to win two to get the crown. You have to pass the first one, get into the second one. Mm. If the wheelie thingy did land on you, Mm. those were your competitors. Mm. 
would you be as strategic as Mo Hart yes. and go for the... Okay, well, there, there we go. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I don't need to beat the best. You don't need to beat the best. No. No, well, if you said the best Because I will beat home, the best in the finale. Yeah, no, exactly. I need to beat the worst so I can get to the best. They chatted because they were forced to. Uh-huh. Whatever. RuPaul comes out on the runway looking amazing. I didn't like this dress. It didn't feel like a finale dress. It felt like a little scoochy tipping number dress. Just okay, tipping number dress. Yeah, like you just sort of walk around and that. Tell me the last time you think RuPaul performed for tips. Uh, we just tried to get tips out of the crowd here in Australia. Oh, really? Yeah. When? I was real mad about it. In like 2000, like early in the drag race. Because I know she toured Australia like really early on. And when she did Mardi Gras apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It was only like a few years into the show, like season three or four, right? Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was a while ago. It was but, a little um, while ago, but it was within the last 10 years. Well, and no need for that anymore. She, yeah, she tried. She was furious that the audience wasn't tipping. Do you know the story of... Um, like she needs any more fucking money. No, exactly. But do you know the story of um, when uh, Violet Charchki first toured Australia and was asking the audience why she wasn't getting tipped? Mm-mm. And Karen from Finance was hosting it and... Um, she just was screaming, Violet was screaming, sh- sh- give me your dollars. Where are your dollars? And the crowd just started throwing coins at her. <laughs> I would have also done that. <laughs> I was going to say, were you a, there? <laughs> I would have had, had a bag full of $51 coins and just fucking lobbed it at the skinny bitch. <laughs> Yeet. You're going to pay exceptionally well. Oh, exactly. By in the dark to be here. Exactly. No, that's exactly Humble yourself. The Australian uh, employment uh, system is good enough that you do not need to live on tips. Yeah. Yeah. You get paid yeah. a living wage in this country. Yeah. So Americans, can't recommend it enough. If you're looking for a change, <laughs> this is a place where you can serve burgers for a living and not have to worry about Smiling for assholes in order to get a couple extra bucks. But also, if you would like to what? come over here, Americans, mm-hmm. I will smile in your assholes. Because I am just that kind of queen. On sedatives. Please have sex with me. I love fucking Americans. You love fucking Americans? I love fucking Americans. I love being fucked by Americans. Cool. You been fucked by an American? Yeah. 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 Multiple. Yeah. Why do you think I'm going back there? Yeah. <laughs> really good with the hands. <laughs> we'll see about that. And my throat. <laughs> ah, ah. Uh, as I open stand to go through the runways, um, because we're just at that part of the episode. <laughs> but <laughs> I know. It's so fucking weird. It was weird. Like five was weird. the episode. I was like, wait. It was so weird. Wait. Um, the last American I had sex with in Vegas actually passed away if, uh Late last year, which is well, you know how to tell a fun story. (laughs) (laughs) What a way to lift the mood. I know. (laughs) R.I.P. Bryce. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, it was. I I don't mean to be laughing. I just feel very. No, I spoke to him a few times over Instagram after I came back. He's been like, I last went there in what 2019, and he passed away late last year, 2021, um, because his brother like tagged him in a post saying that he passed away. Um, But he had some health issues. I knew, but uh, no, yeah, it was terrible. Hey, runways! Four! You gave us. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable. And I'm me. Are you kidding? This is, I live for this shit. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. 
I think I said on the pod recently somewhere, I'm not sure where, and I must have cut it out. Maybe it was with you. I love making straight men feel uncomfortable. So if I'm making you feel uncomfortable, uh, you did. that's we like, said yes. I've said it. We've said it at least once an episode. But yes. I live. There are no straighters hey, around, straight but that's men. okay. I will also suck your dick. Do you think straight men listen to this podcast? Uh, probably. Well, if they are, this is the one to listen to because we're barely talking about this fucking show. <laughs> Let's be honest. Outside the NGV at like 10.30 last night, yeah. I was quite drunk. And yeah. I was walking around because I stole a centerpiece from one of the tables. Which of is course. Which hydrangeas. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, very fitting because I hadn't seen the episode by that point. Um, <laughs> and they had blue and pink glow sticks in them. Um, I don't know why. Trans rights. Trans rights. Yes. But they had these glow sticks in them. And mm-hmm. I was outside the NGV and I was like, ooh. Like, and I was like, does anybody want to marry me? And everyone <coughs> was like, no. <laughs> and so then I just like kept accosting people who were with their partners, like straight men with their girlfriends. Walking. Oh, honey. And I was like, hi, just a quick question. Just hypothetical. It's not going to happen. But would you fuck me? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, uh, some of them were like, y- yeah, like probably, um, like I was like, like with, not including her, she can't be here. <laughs> Could would you fuck me? And then there was this one guy who was like, he was like, oh, I don't think so because I haven't even fucked her yet. Okay, it was their first day. Oh, respect. And he was like, but if she wasn't here, I probably would. <laughs> I nice. was like. I love you. He knows how to answer drag queens. Do you want to jump in this Uber with me? <laughs> Come back to my house. See, that's why people know <laughs> not to go out in the CBD because ah, they get accosted by, by a hydrangea wielding drag queen with glow sticks saying, yep. "Would you like to fuck?" Up? I had a pride flag sticking out of the top of my head as well. Yep, because. I found that on a table and just stuck it in my wig. Thank you for doing so much for the queer community. I, I'm sure plenty the of doors I've opened. <laughs> the amount of um, uh, homophobes walking by that were like, oh, "See, this is what I'm talking about." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I why I voted it. no. <laughs> no. That's for sure. Don't remind me. Anyway, speak about yeah. You yelling at me for fucking bringing the mood down? Yeah, let's talk about the worst time. No one died. Mm. No one died. Debatable. At Stonewall. <laughs> what? Nobody died. <laughs> Let's go to the runways. Come on. Let's get it. to the runways. RuPaul. We're going to play for one final time this season a little game we like to call Nyas or Pass. Ow. Don't do that. Don't do that. You haven't heard that. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> because I was going to say... Nyasa oh. Pass invented by the iconic Lola Blades, who yes. does nothing but go, yeah. Kiora Queens. Yeah. Um, shout out, God, Lola. I heard it once on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, the Eliminated Queens got to stomp down the runway in what, what I assume was going to be their finale eleganza yeah. looks. And um, first up, the first Eliminated Queen, still annoyed that she was put in that position, but here it is, Lemon. Holy shit, this maple fucking leafery. Made by Joshuana Ponte. Okay, coming yeah. through with the, the facts. Yeah, here. I saw Joshuana poster today. I love this so much. My only thing I'm like thinking about when looking at it is the hair. Does she ever wear anything but flat hair? Yeah. Mm. 
I would have liked like to every have... member of Hey Henny ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking sick of young girls in flat hair. Wear something up. Wear it up. Wear something big. But some of the queens... They have from... much more tiny. You'd look if you wore big hair. Some of those Hey Henny queens can look amazing in, in flat, yeah, straight hair. Yeah, great. Stunning. Do anything interesting. Luma. Oh, uh, Luma can do no fucking wrong. And Callie Fornicate was... Callie Fornicate, I saw her, her pictures at the... At, at the, the NGV? NGV last night. Nothing like it was in person. She was... I was I was standing behind her in the in the queue for the... To get our photos taken at the media wall. In the men's room. <laughs> also, they were like, oh, all gender toilets, all gender toilets. I was in there trying to fix one of my lashes. And the cleaner came in and was like, oh, oh, oh. Sorry, ma'am. I'll, I, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not weighing because I can't weigh in this outfit. B, I'm literally just trying to stick my lash on. <laughs> you have, you're fine. That's please, so cute. Please enter. Do you think they they were told it was a queer event <laughs> last night? But they said that all, the bathrooms were all gendered. Oh, exactly. But so I was like, maybe they were all gendered for this because they want to look. But then why couldn't you come in there? Friendly. Uh, who knows? But um, yeah, no. Continue your story, California Kate. Oh my god! Literally breathtaking. And oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, who is that? Who was that? And she's ahead of me. And I was like, and she turned as she got onto the as she got onto the um in front of the media wall. She turned and she that dress with her bare ass out. Oh yeah. And I was like, she was in a switch. That was her own hair with oh. a switch on top. It's done. Oh. oh, you better fucking work, Callie. If you're listening, I live. Everyone looked so fucking good last night. There wasn't yeah. a single person who didn't look snatcherellaed. D Flowers looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Bathsheba looked incredible. Yes. Uh, Ruby Slippers, Alexander McQueen, Betty Rose, mm. Ronnie Ray, everyone. Every every single fucking person who was there. Jules, you fucking name it. Cerulean Stone. Oh my God. All of them. Everyone. Lemon. <laughs> Bitch, bitch lemon. That one bitch lemon. It's a nyas out the fucking gate. That I'd one bitch lemo. <laughs> when they left the end of her tag. When, when RuPaul's that? Drag Race was like, sorry to see you go, that real bitch lemo. <laughs> 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 she wasn't even tagged correctly in the post by the Vision World of Wonder. Oh. It's sad. They, I live. They dogged her too. I'm sorry, but the fact that it looks, that that leaf looks so incredible when yeah. it's all the way up and yeah. then she pops it down and it looks just like a fucking, mm. it just look. it's just the design. We love a stick coat. I love it we so love much. a stick coat. Lemon, you looked amazing, even if the hair was a little meh. meh. It's a nyas. It was also synthetic. Well, it looks synthetic. That's, it did. I think if you're going to do flat hair like that, it has to be human. human. It has to be human. It has to have the movement that human Says, hair does. Uh, human hair, slick, straight, expert you know in human man. hair. That's that. Tequila Schmockingbird. Tequila Schmockingbird, the one I mean. I'm still keen to see that look, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Cheryl Hull, our one true Shez, uh, the only UK queen to be eliminated <laughs> from a, the competition. It's a pass for me. It's um, this, this red, red... <laughs> it's just the flowers. Okay, look, the flowers that are on it, they are, they look beaded. That's a lot of work sure. to bead all those individual flowers. So I'm confused why it doesn't look great. <laughs> because it's Cheryl. She has zero taste. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's going to have to be a pass for me. It's a pass. Too. I don't like it. I like the hair. Ish. Actually, <laughs> let me see it again. I don't think I That's did. very her hair, though. She. I feel like yeah. she is very. It's the up to stuff, you know? No, nah, I didn't like the hair. I okay, well, had different hair on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, God. We're letting it all hang out here on this finale, guys. Yeah. <laughs> 40 minutes into the pod. <laughs> this is Jimbo down the runway representing Canada. Doesn't look like Jimbo. Doesn't look like Jimbo very much. It's very Morticia Adams uh, like meets Cher. Cleopatra. Looks like Cher. When she's sitting watching the girls perform later on, she looks like... She cuts to the camera quite a few times and she looks like Cher. Well, she probably has as much filler in her as fucking Cher at this point, let's be honest. Um, tea. Uh, I like this. This is nice. She's It's flattering. It's, it's nice. Her. I don't hate it. Um, I don't know. For Jimbo, I was expecting maybe a little more, to be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, know, like her finale look for Canada season one was just like perfect Jimbo. I don't remember it. Oh, really? She didn't make it to the finale. No, but they they all came back. The Eliminated Queens came back. Anyway, that I, it, I remember nothing about the Canadian seasons. I, don't I remember very little. I remember Ilona Verley being Ilona Verley, and to this day, really struggling to convince people she's not Ilona the way Verley. she was on television when she had, keeps acting. Keeps acting the exactly the way she was on television. TV. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, was she the one that had that issue with Willem and accused Willem of stealing? Makeup? Yes. And then backtracked on it and then wouldn't come on the pod. And then as soon as her NDAs were over for season one, she just went on a huge Twitter rant about everything, about how she wasn't allowed to talk about being non-binary because yeah. they were saving that for the US season apparently. For, uh, not even non-binary. She wasn't allowed to do the trans thing because there was going to be a trans storyline with Kylie. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Stars. So stupid. Shut up. I'm sure that happened, but also... You are less than interesting. Well, that's the thing. She was complaining about how she had to go back to work um, like a retail job during the pandemic because queens couldn't perform. I'm like, some people can't work at all, period, yeah. during a pandemic. Yeah. At I all. Didn't, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't for the best part of, best part of two years. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. pick your battles. You know how we're not going to have those feelings towards? It's Pangina Heels stomping down in Miss El- Queen Elizabeth Nina Bonina Brown oh. Nelson Riley. Paige Brooks. Um, just, it's this a, is incredible. It's a, you asked for the construction. Well, what do you mean? Like, well, yeah, the construction I love. It's, I, this is like taking an Elizabethan look and just turning it into fucking drag. Like, I love the, the what look like essentially wings on the back. I don't think they're supposed to be wings because <laughs> she's not an angel. But um, I just love how, like, and the skirt is so no, like, it's high. The thing and that, it's the thing that Queen Elizabeth used to wear behind her, isn't it? The big. Did she? Yeah. I never. Yeah. I don't think I've seen an image of her wearing stuff like that. Yep. I mean, the hair and the face, just obviously. The skirt is but I, I just assume because in that era they all fucking wore like the longest fucking dresses because God forbid you see an ankle or whatever. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm seeing an image. Tequila is showing me an image of Elizabeth I. And well, a painting of. A painting of. Well, it, it is an image. No <laughs> it's fo- on Google Images. No photos, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. I don't know what you would call it. Well, it is it's an like ap- a collar. It's like a collar on a cape. <laughs> kind of, yeah. But the cape is missing. But the skirt, I love the way it just puffs out like that. Like, that's so cute. And the boots. Oh, yeah. A lot I'm, of them. Okay. Very queen of hearts. Okay, I get it. I very, get it. I'm wrong. I don't know anything about Elizabethan history. I'm not an art major. Fuck off. But oh God, that's a lot of emotions to say. <laughs> Pangina Hills, Nyas, the house down boots, Nyas. Nyas. God, you're just so good at drag, Pangina. You're so fucking good at drag. Ah. Oh. Yeah. And now a lot more people are going to tune into Thailand season three. I can tell you that. Yeah. Janie Jackay 
was next, and this is a unfortunately pass. another pass because pass. what is what is happening here? Is it's, this about Holland being it's, tulips? It's like Cheryl's. It is. It's just like Cheryl's. There are so it's many tulips shit. at the very bottom of the dress where I'm like, do you know what it reminds me of? Oh, Lala Ree's bag of bones, not the bag look. The bag of bones look where she was. It was a big black dress and she had bones like stuck a, all a over it. A couple of bones here. It and was there, literally yeah, a couple yeah. of bones here and there. And we're like, really? Mm. Was that okay? It's a pass though. Pass. Big fat pass. Push. Then we have walking out on the runway. Our top four guys. Mm. Let's give them the respect they deserve. Uh, it's a pass for me. <laughs> for all of them. Uh, for the first one. All right. Well, guys, guess who the first one was down the runway? Bag of fucking chips wearing... An Elizabeth Taylor-inspired outfit. An Elizabeth Taylor-inspired dress. The dress doesn't fit her. Well, what would? But I'm really confused Uh by this fucking thing on her head. What is this? What is this? Is it straws? Oh. It's an actual Elizabeth Taylor reference. Again, (laughs) I'm just showing, showing what the fuck showing, I know. Showing Reese a photo of an elaborate. Um, Had no idea Elizabeth Taylor was this um, headdress. I didn't think this this would be a look in her wheelhouse. To be honest with you, yes, shows what I know about fashion history. If if if, if the outfit wasn't on the nanny, then I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a night of a thousand friends for fuck's sake, okay? Oh my! Right. God. Fran Drescher, guest judge, president of SAG, guest uh, judge on Drag Race, and Night of a Thousand Friends. Seen her recently? Yes, at the SAG Awards. Did you see her the other night? Yes. She is 60, what, 67, 72, 83 years old? Yep. I mean, Not apart from her neck and her I hands. I know, her, her neck, uh, yeah. The neck and her hands never lie. But that, they could reboot it now. Literally. And she would be ready to go. She wore one of um, Fran's old dresses from the show mm. on Instagram recently and she fits yeah. in it exactly fits in it the same. Exactly the same. Never have I ever been so jealous of a person. Yep. Her hair is so beautiful. Meanwhile, uh, fucking Mr. Sheffield looking like a fucking, I wouldn't even know what you'd call him. Bag of bones. Bag of bones. <laughs> Leather bag uh, attached to the back of a ute and dragged through... <laughs> Dragged over the Tullamarine. Mm. I really, um, yeah. Rough. Rough. But bag of chips, it is an absolute pass. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't, the dress doesn't compliment her at all. I don't like the headpiece. I don't care if it's Elizabeth Taylor. I don't care. But in the words of RuPaul just several weeks ago, if you see uh, someone like in the magazines or something, just copy them. Just copy them. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You ain't going to reinvent the wheel. You ain't going to reinvent the wheel. Maddie Morphosis, what did I say about the wheel? Doesn't need to be fixed. You ain't got to read about the wheel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, don't don't fix the wheel or something. don't don't fix don't fix the wheel. Blue Hydrangea was next down the runway in finale eleganza, and I absolutely loved this. I really did. It's very blue. This is what we've come to know of her and her drag fashion and her taste. The blue, I love this blue in particular, and the wig. The fact that her wig was styled this perfectly and had the exact same color blue on the edges of that fucking... Oh, I just thought she looked right. She looked right. She does look beautiful. 
She yeah, does the, look the, beautiful. The, the paint, makeup is uh, the wig, the dress, everything about it is just like a porcelain for doll red, for the red. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm making you. I'm. You're not making me. I told you, I'm heavily medicated. Take a drink every time you hear tequila yawn on the pod. That's going to be uh, <laughs> the challenge. Once and once only. Uh, I don't think so. No, this this dress itself. The, I mean the um, the. It's an event. Inclusions Everything about it is an event. The the, the birds, the doves carrying the the Irish and the UK flag. I just thought she knew what she was doing here. She absolutely killed it. Yeah, biggest nyas. Absolutely. Well done, huge nyas. Well done. Not hugest nyas of the night though. Uh, no, but I think one of her biggest nyasas of the season. Because mm. I just think, gosh, she God, great drag queen, Juju B, representing the USA for one last time. This Until might, next year <laughs> when she does All Stars 72. Um, this might be one of my favorite things I've ever seen her. Okay. In. The fact that you started to say that, I thought, are you kidding me? And then I realized, oh, yeah. Th- yeah, that makes sense from you. That I've ever seen her in everything about this. The you color, guys saw it. The color of the, the, fit, the red. The peplums. The Is that what you call the sections? Peplums? Uh, the peplum is in the middle. Yeah, the peplum, and then the the bottom of the dress skirt. is the fishtail. Yeah, it's two oh. fishtails in one, really. Oh. Her hair is beautiful. Her makeup looks. She looks gorgeous. like a. She looks like kind of like a cake. She looks like <laughs> a limited edition holiday Barbie. Okay. Do you know the holiday Barbies? They release them every year. I, I didn't see that Trixie Mattel uh, Barbie recap video on her channel, though. What? She does videos. I don't watch anything. Going through her. I don't watch anything but. Barbie uh, collection. And even then I'm six weeks behind that. They haven't been airing them in like three months. Well, then I'm (laughs) three months and six weeks behind then. Um, No, look, she does. ready to go on my YouTube. (laughs) I see them every time I open it. (laughs) (laughs) No, look, here's the thing. I, I, I do think she looks quite incredible. This is my, this is my biggest yas of the night. Really? Yes. A hundred percent. Everything about it. It is, this to me, uh, if I had to put up a picture of what I think drag is, I think this is drag. No, this is drag. Thing is, though, if this I can see... fantasy. I get that, but if I can see a dress worn by, like, an eccentric person at, like, the Oscars, is it drag or is it just a woman wearing, doing female, like, a man doing female illusion? Which is what Are be. they in drag though? Well, they're in drag, but I wouldn't call it drag. Like it's a, it it is an interesting design that's very unique. Other people in the Oscars. But it's still in a gown. Drag, but it's still a gown. Yeah. Good. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. I love it. I love it so much. I'm gonna give it a yas. I'm just saying for a finale eleganza, it's just you it's know my biggest yas of the night. I think you can do better than a gown. I know Juju's probably like, you know, the gown queen at this point, but I don't think anything can top her fucking All-Stars 5 finale. You don't got to reinvent the wheel. What? You don't got to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> you, heard it. you heard it. say it once. You heard it it's okay. It. If you're going to do the joke, you need to no. enunciate a little no. more. You heard it say it once. You heard it say it You're going to reinvent the wheel. Oh, my God. Maybe don't do that directly into the <laughs> mic next time. Apologies, listeners. Jesus Christ. Last on the runway was Mo Hart. Beautiful. Oh, no. Sorry, I'm talking about Juju still. Um, <laughs> I hate this. Really? Hate it. Because of the corset? Uh, love the corset. 
Yeah, it's very. I, I love it. Love I love the corset. The corset. What material Hate. is that? Where it's silver, but it like shines rainbow when you shine a light on it. Iridescent. Sure. Yeah, iridescent. Is it like an iridescent? Is it like a PVC some sort? <laughs> but it doesn't look like a corset you can just buy it anywhere. Oh, no. It's no. very, very expertly constructed and looks custom. She gorgeous. just looks great. Uh, her face is the most beautiful it's ever looked. I thought that. I thought that all episode. Yeah. No, yeah. Um. So what do you like about her it? Her hair is to die for. The skirt needs to get in the bin. Well, what would you wear with the with this? No, one? it's the placement of the skirt. It's the way the skirt is constructed. It's at her waist. Uh-huh. It sits too. Most skirts are. It sits too. It sits too low. It's. it's it. It doesn't fit right. The fit of it isn't right, and it's creased, and it is the parting in the middle is weird, and with the way she holds it, and it's like, and the, it. Triggered such an awful response in me. <laughs> when I saw her standing in it, I was like, this is okay. It's okay when she's standing, but when she's moving. All right. Well, okay. I'm giving it a yas Because I think it's, you know, it's, go- it's good. It's unique. It is eleganza for a finale. And I think it's very Monique. Oh, sorry. Very Mo. <laughs> I'm still, you know, getting my way around the, the name change. It's been a few years since we don't know as Monique. <laughs> Oh, pass. Oh, what? Yeah. Just because of the skirt? because of the skirt. Really? Yeah. Sorry about it. I just feel like... Sorry about it. All right. All right. Whatever. Yeah. Let's talk about Untucked. Because, bitch, when those eliminated queens walked back into the workroom, what was the first thing you think they'd fucking talk about? So, what happened when I was gone? <laughs> God, oh. I love Lemon just being like, I'm genuinely curious, but they fed me this exact line, so I need to say it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pangina was in her feels. We've established that. I still that. think that Pangina is a liar. You think she's... Because, yeah. because of how she eliminated Jimbo? Yeah. You think she's lying about her? Yep. Sorry, but we did mention on the pod that week that she was the worst in the challenge. She I was. I remember saying that. She was the worst in the challenge, but Juju was worse on the runway. Mm. And it's both got to count, right? Well, <laughs> if you're poor in the challenge, but great, like one of the best on the runway. Well, she wasn't one of the best, but who? Jimbo. Yeah, yeah, she was. No, she was. Hundred percent. That green uh, space martial lock. Gorge. I'm just saying. What reason would she have to lie at the end of it all, and a year later? Like this was filmed a year ago. She said on in the finale in Untucked. It was because you were the worst in the challenge, and to this day she's still saying it. No, I really? Don't believe it. I just don't believe it. Okay, well, let's keep that mindset where it is because Jimbo, this is what has broken the internet. So much so that Queens... Oh, I love this. Have been I love this. This is very me. This is very you. This is, very this is why I was this, very I've, excited to I've talk to you about this. I've done this before and I'll do it again. <laughs> Do you mind if I actually play Do the audio from this? Because, guys, like I said, everyone has their own thoughts and feelings about what was going on here. But what do you all have to say? Let's find out. <laughs> uh. You know, I, I laid in bed and I was like, I'm going to just talk about how shitty that stupid outfit was with her damn ponytails and all the stupid ties or... I'm going to talk about how shitty she looked and that dumb polka dot look. 
where I'm going to talk about what a stupid bitch she is. But then Ruth said, release to the universe, and that's what I've done. So I'm not going to say those <laughs> things. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. just that is the shadiest move. <laughs> you smell, your hair is ugly, your nose is shit, your makeup is terrible, you can't dance, but I wouldn't say that. I could, but I wouldn't say that. Um, not surprisingly, this has become a racial issue <laughs> because that's the, that's, that's our world. Um, so... Plenty of people, including some POC queens who did RuPaul's Drag Race, were quick to mention that if a queen of colour did that exact thing that Jimbo did, Jimbo would be receiving death threats immediately. I don't think they're wrong. One person who felt that way pretty significantly to this point where she had to speak out was Miss Silky Nut Maganash. Pangina should have slapped the fuck out of that girl how can you call someone a stupid bitch, read her garments like she wasn't killing, which, you know, Pangina yeah. was, uh, you gave up and got eliminated, which is what you said as well. You yeah. thought that she gave up that episode. Don't come for my black ass for talking, for taking up for a POC. Hmm. Since so many of y'all are unbiased and you don't see colour, the next time a black queen reads a white girl, be sure to say it's her unique humour, which is what a lot of people were saying about Jimbo. Or she's making good TV, in quotes. Or you just don't understand her. This is not what was said. It's all about how y'all react. It's, it's true. The fan base are reacting to Jimbo doing that as, oh, my God, classic Jimbo. Like, she was this shady on Canada's Drag Race. She was this, she's this, like, kind of a bitch. But, and she's, but she's hilarious and that's her thing. But think of all the times where queens of colour have done something in the same vein and been hated on, sent death threats, been treated like shit by the fan base. It is, I do feel, I do feel like there's a double standard here because honestly, when I first saw that, when I was watching it, I just thought that was just, that wasn't it, Jimbo. Honestly, I, I, didn't, I wasn't surprised because yes, I do believe that's kind of Jimbo's shtick. But that that wasn't right. I didn't feel like that was, I just, I was, that's just how I feel. And I got to be honest, if, if that's how she felt a year ago, but she's moved on since, okay. Problem is she hasn't moved on because she's still spouting that same kind of attitude in all of her interviews after her elimination a couple of weeks ago. So this is, this really is just Jimbo but I don't particularly enjoy it. You look confused. Would you like to elaborate on your feels? You're allowed to say how you feel. I just don't understand. Don't understand the backlash. I don't understand the, I don't understand any of it. I thought she was just having a fun time like drag queens do. That's what we do. That's well, that's we, the thing. But also this is how we talk to each other. Yeah, well, I know, this that's is the why thing. I'm, I, I, I'm baffled by everything you've just said and I'm baffled by this entire Reaction. I to get that it. too. Because I, I do get that. I'm in dressing rooms four nights a week. Mm. And when I say I've said stuff like that, I've said stuff like that this week. Mm -hmm. I said stuff like that to Lisa Mann last night. Mm -hmm. 
So this doesn't surprise me. This doesn't shock me. Mm -hmm. This kind of, oh, well, I could have said that, I could have said that you had holes in your tights or that your feet were hanging over the edge of your shoes. Well. Or this, or that, about, 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 about. I, I, I do understand that. I also think there's a bit of a difference between drag queens reading each other and Jimbo getting, I mean, we just heard her. That was, that was more than just reading. She was really like letting her know that she's a fucking cunt. Like, honestly, without saying the words, Jimbo was basically just telling Jangina, go fuck yourself, you fucking cunt. I don't, I don't see this at all. Really? I'm, 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 I might have missed something in all of that. She, she went on, if she maybe did one or two of those, one, those little lines, I would have been like, oh, that's cute. But she kept going. Like I she missed, wanted I her to know all of this. Really? I have completely misconstrued every bit of this then because that doesn't. I'm not going to sit here and this say. This doesn't feel like, this doesn't feel like the issue that everyone is thinking it is. Really? This at all. I'm not going to sit here and say, I, I'm going to police how drag queens should talk to each other because it's not my place. And I'm also not going to say that. Um, the noisiest water bottle in the entire world. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my God. You know, you don't have to squeeze it in order to get liquid out of the water bottle, right? If anyone here listening to the pod works for pump, can you please make bottles that <laughs> don't require squeezage? <laughs> but no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Uh, Silky also did tweet something else um, that I screenshotted. I'll just say this as well. She said this. At the end of the day, my black ass never said anything that crazy to a queen on season 11, yet I was met with death threats. Y'all defending bullshit. Tell her she was wrong like you told me I was wrong, but you won't because white queens can do no wrong. So again, me as a white person, never going to tell a person of colour how to Absolutely feel. Absolutely not, under any circumstances. Yeah, I, I might have misconstrued it. I might have to go back and re-watch it or re-listen to it again because That's I'm, fine. I'm very confused. So look, here's the thing. I do think, personally speaking, because this is my podcast and I'm going to say how I feel, <laughs> I do think Jimbo was a little too much in that moment. Do drag queens read each other to filth? Obviously, that's mm. why we love drag queens mm. for many reasons. Why is one of the many reasons? And when it is a TV show, yes, we do want the drama. The drama. Yes, we do want the gags. We do want the reads. We want the the bitchy moments. We live for classic Untucked, where when it used to be filled with that shit, now it no longer is. I get it, but at a certain point, Jimbo, you were in the bottom that week for a reason. And like we've been saying every week on this podcast, there are no rules, and life's not fair. You were eliminated. Hmm. And the fact, and again, I'll say it again. She felt that way in her feels that moment because it happened like that week. They filmed this all in like two weeks, less hmm. than that probably. So I get if she was still in her feels minutes. then. <laughs> 24 minutes, this entire season was shot in. The UK production system is just mm. incredible. So incredible. <laughs> but L3 Studios. But she's just... still feeling this way a year later. She was still being that little bit of a bitch and that cunty in her interviews. So, but also, do you think she knew she was doing that because she knew what was coming up? What in order to what? What was what is would the, she? The storyline is the same. Sure. So she wasn't going out and doing like nice, pretty, oh, happy, nice interviews. So you, and then they you were think like, you think she was still acting cunty because you didn't? She didn't want to spoil the storyline that people were watching. Yeah, they didn't. She, want, she didn't want was, people to think that coming. a year from now, after it was filmed, she's over it because she doesn't want people to think she's over it. No. For the sake of the show? No, I don't think so. I don't know. 
truly, everyone's entitled to feel how they do in this situation. I haven't actually... Nothing s- Jimbo does ever strikes me as... As what? Having any real merit to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want to expand on that? Yeah, I don't know. I well, just, it's everything just... Everything she does is just... It's always farcical. It's always nonsensical. It's always just... I hate to use the term for, for lack of a better term. Um, she's just being Jimbo, but it all just feels like just part of her <laughs> brand, right? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it's just... Well, she established that. stupidity. That's what a lot of her defenders are saying online. A lot of her defenders are like, that's who she was on Canada. Like, she went for Jeffrey Boyer Chapman and... See, yeah. I, I told you, I hated her on Canada. Well, I mean, I didn't love watching Jeffrey Boyer Chapman be a judge either. But I just didn't. I just didn't get into the whole crazy fantasy of that she was just a nut. Mm. I think she's just a nut. I think she does things for shock value and for for the gag of it. Well, we learned that it, watching her talent show, rather than <laughs> it mean, that, rather than actually meaning anything. Right. No, I, I mean, I I totally understand that for sure. So you don't think, obviously, if that's how you feel, I'm going to assume that you also feel that the people reacting this way online, especially if they aren't people of colour and don't have the experience of being um, attacked for being, I'm not going to say for having an attitude, Mm. but for being honest about how Mm. they feel. um, Do you think the people taking up for Jimbo are just kind of like, like what, like, Get over yourself? No, not at all. Not at all. Because that just counts everybody's experience. That just counts everybody's personal feelings and personal opinions. Everyone's entitled to those. I just... Mm. I'm... And I think it, it harkens back to a larger conversation as well about sending hate to these people online. Yeah. Because of opinions they have. Yeah. Let people live. Let people have the opinions they have. Whether they be people of colour or not. Mm. Do not send them hate. You have no right to be doing that mm. for whatever reason, because they're mean to your favorite or because they read a bitch or because whatever. It's so stupid. We are drag queens mm. doing what drag queens do. Mm-hmm. If the, and I'm not talking about the queens on the show here uh, as being in the commentary surrounding that, especially the ones that have tweeted like uh, Silky. Yeah. Um, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the wider Drag Race fan base. Mm-hmm. If you can't handle what drag queens do... Then don't watch the show. Don't watch drag queens. <laughs> yeah. It's as simple as that. That harkens to um, the quote that I remember Katya saying. I think she heard it from someone else, though, where um, someone said, uh, back in the day, drag queens uh, were expected to be poor and mean. Now they're expected to be rich and nice. Yeah. If you ever want nice, please don't come to my show. <laughs> As someone found Well, that's why I'm saying I don't think... Um, last night. I don't think my issue is with it being too mean. I think there is a... I, I have an issue with people defending it as that Jimbo just being Jimbo. That's just fun. That's just Rag Green's wedding. I do think there is a difference between that, which is true, and what actually happened there. I do think, yeah. I do think, I think it was I'm going to have to go back and rewatch because I, I don't get, I don't get yeah. any of... I don't get Again, I've said this a thousand times because this is how I feel about the world in general. Almost everything in the world, I will say almost everything in the world, is not black and white. There are shades of grey, nuance is everywhere. Yeah. So you can't you there's no reason to think you have to be either this or that. Mm. Team this or team that. It's no. No. You're not gonna get through this world if you think, oh, I have to pick its side. No. No. 
Unless it's Team Bella, Edward or Jacob. I, girl. I have never seen a Twilight. I I don't fucking care. (laughs) I was going to say. I just know this is going to trigger so many I was going to say, I tolerated you bringing up real fucking housewives. Do you think I'm going to tolerate you bringing up Twilight on my podcast? I have never seen a Twilight. Like, I've never seen a Star Wars. I have never seen a Twilight. Have you ever seen a Lord of a Ring? Oh, baby. My prison name. Lord of the Ring. Woof. Do you know, um, I hooked up with a guy over a year ago who left his cock ring here. And I've never actually tried it on. Do you Can think I have it? Uh, uh, Can I'll, I try it on? Uh, fine, whatever. Can I try not... it on now? We'll, use, we'll make it a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Let's revisit that for when I do eventually get the courage to do a Patreon. <laughs> we'll put it at the end of this episode with a Delta Goodrum chat. <laughs> On an audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Think of the noises. <laughs> <laughs> you got any silicon lube? Not this. No, um, no, only water based. Sorry. Ew. I should get what silicon. What fucking monster are you? I know. I need to get silicon. God, your house must be like fucking Spider Man's web <laughs> shooters. Jeez, just sticky everywhere. I love silicon based lube. Anyway. Yeah, I have heard it's probably the one to go to if you had to choose between. I have silicon. three bottles on my nightstand. <laughs> Prepared. Mm. We love a prepared queen. Yeah. Do you want to get into these lip syncs? Yeah, yeah I'd love to. <laughs> As uh, we, I asked this earlier because I, of course, needed to. This is what happened. Mo Hart, the, the wheel landed on her face and she picked Do strategically. What? Don't you think it's funny? What? That Rue keeps saying, you ain't going to remember the wheel? Sure. Yeah, every time you see that wheel, <laughs> looks a little bit different, doesn't it? That wheel's been reinvented a couple of times. Wow, okay. Different, different wheel on every season. We're clutching at straws here on yeah. the pod. Yeah. But um, yeah. do you want to... Coming for you, Miss Paul. Here is the moment. First first of all, when the wheel landed on Mo, oh my God, she looked amazing. Stunning. That yellow. Yeah. Lo- oh, Everything she about looked it. so good. Everything uh, about it. I'm so glad Mo Hart decided to do this, even though she got nothing out of it. Yeah. Literally nothing out of it. Nothing whatsoever. Mo did the right thing and chose Bag of Chips because who the fuck wouldn't in a lip sync battle? Bag of tried to run away. <laughs> Didn't blame Didn't her. Didn't get very far. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they also did the whole song thing in a box, like randomly choose a box and you get a song. I just wish they had better songs. Because okay, I'm not mad at Domino. Really? Jessie J is one of those artists where I know she has a few pop hits, but... And she has an incredible singing voice, and that's why I hate that she's a artist who does crappy little pop songs. You know what I mean? No, I don't, because I love her music, and I think her voice is fucking sensational. And I also don't like her name. <laughs> she is a rotten dog. She dog walked me to filth when I was on The Voice. Really? Dog walked me to filth over things I had zero control over. Like what? Like the way I sang the song. Well, you can the control cut, that, the can't cut you? Of, the cut of the song. You can control that, can't you? They give you 90 seconds. They cut your song. Oh, they, they give you. They tell oh. you how to sing it, where to sing it. Everything is so overly produced. And she went, I wouldn't have done it like that. You sang it a bit too staccato at the beginning. I was like, I had to pack 90 seconds worth of, um, I sang Feeling Good. Oh, Okay. So it was like, birds flying high, you mm. know how I feel. And 
she was like, you did it too staccato. You should just let it flow at the beginning and really, really dragged it out. And I was like, you can't drag it out. You get 90 seconds to condense a four-minute song. Hmm. The band is that? literally pumping you through it. No, because you're not allowed to talk back to them like that. Oh, is it one of those you can only talk when they ask you something? Uh, it was a, it's a question and answer thing, yes. Yeah. That's hilarious. Mm. I still would have anyway. Dog walk. At that point, me. you knew you weren't going through, so you, you should have just been like, listen, cunt. <laughs> well, I was promised a space on the next season. And I just turned it down. All right, good for you. Good for me. Well, that's probably what they tell everyone. I won't be doing... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly is not. Well, Domino is one of my least favourite Jesse J songs, so I wasn't living, but I lived for watching Mo Hart just have a great time on that yeah, runway. lived her God, life. God, she's... I love my heart so much. I love my heart. I love our winner of season. <laughs> season of UK, UK, versus UK versus the world. <laughs> were we were we shocked? Absolutely not. No. My heart won. Bagger, catch you on the bleachers with the other fucking bitches. Yeah, catch Sit, you in the bin. Sitting like Hamish Blake on Celebrity Gogglebox. Woof. <laughs> Rough. Seriously, though, did you see him on Celebrity Gogglebox? No. First, here's the tea. He's so hot. Well, okay. He and his wife were on Celebrity Gogglebox. They did one special. Yes. Rumor is they were paid half a million dollars. Cool. Because Fox tells so badly want to do a reality show with them. Mm. The actual stars of Gogglebox will be doing this for eight years. Get twelve hundred a year. Yeah. Two bucks an hour and a bucket of fried chicken every now and then. Fucked. Literally, I think that's so fucked up. But also, he spent the entire every single every single time they watched anything on that special his legs were spread wider than the grand fucking canyon cunt Yum. grand fucking canyon cunt <laughs> that's what they I call just... me that's what they call me down at wet <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know where uh, she's gonna be after this uh, cleaning my apartment <laughs> no i i yeah i wasn't into that i wasn't into looking at hamish blake Sitting spread eagle. Mm, I couldn't. Um, I just got to shiver through my entire body. No, I hate it. I really do hate it. I'm one of those people. I can't handle man spreaders. I can't. Oh, in public spaces, but on his own couch, I'm fine with. No, but on television as well. He knows he's being fucking filmed. Ah, show me your nuts. Fuck off. And you know, a few celebrities haven't caught wind of the fact that there are foot fetish communities because yeah. Gogglebox is the place to watch yeah. <laughs> men with their feet out. Yeah. And Bob Irwin, it was yeah. quick. Very quick. Quick response. Very quick. Because he's over 18 now. Yep. So that's what's going to happen. Lovely. Bob, you need to get familiar with how social media works, okay? Yeah. <laughs> start selling pictures of your feet. <laughs> I Don't think he needs to. good money. Don't think he needs to. My God, that family is worth fuckload. Nah, the next lip sync. Come on, everyone. You know, this is no fucking episode to get like, they aren't sticking to the structure. What structure? What structure? Fuck, nothing. God, we spent too long talking about fucking Jimbo. Oi, Juju B had to lip sync against our uh, last UK diva from Northern Ireland. It is Blue Hydrangea, and they lip synced too. Ugh. I don't like Duran Duran. Reflexes and I don't like Duran This like Duran is Duran. not a drag song. It's not a drag song. It's not a drag song. All the, I understand they wanted to stick to maybe UK artists, but it really? It is not a drag song. And also they didn't stick to UK artists. They had an Aussie in there. We'll get to that in a minute. But um, Kylie Minogue. Oh, she's, <laughs> she's practically British at this point. I know. But 
She's bilingual. God, what a shitty song to do for a finale lip sync. It was like when they did, uh, the, do you remember the UK season one? Oh, yes. Finale lip sync. Yes, 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 yes. They did, Um. oh, Baby, what do they do? I'm your man. Uh, wham. Wham, that's right. They did wham. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> I'm, I, I, it, would would you accept an Elton John song? Yes. yes. If they did I'm Still Standing. Yeah. Which they did do in UK, didn't they? Season two, I think. Hey. I think. Hey. Yeah. I'm sure the, the expert listeners listening are going to be like, no, you got it wrong. You're not even, you shouldn't be hosting a podcast. You don't know anything about Drag Race. But, um, yes, but I'm an expert huh? at everything else. Just listen to me. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> uh, no, I can't stand the song. So no. I really struggle with what enjoying the lip sync. But I, I got to be honest, I, I, think, I think Blue really did clearly win. Blue was... She yeah. did, yeah. She, she, she did. She really she annihilated Jude Rennett. But she, she was moving a lot. She was running yeah, she from was. one side of the stage to the other, to the other. To the, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, she really Pick was. Pick somewhere to be and do something there. So <laughs> I can focus on you there because I... Pick a lane, bitch. I was like, where is she running to? <laughs> Constantly. Like that would have been camp if it was something like I ran, I ran so far, <laughs> and she was running backwards and forwards across. That would be fun. Have they done Take on Me? Uh huh. Ah, uh, Gigi Good has. It was her. Oh, that's right. That's right. That nearly got her disqualified. That nearly got her disqualified. She deserved it though. Yeah. Mo Hart and Blue Hydrangea. I'm happy this was a top two. I am mm-hmm. happy it was a top two. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there are other queens I wished got this far, mm-hmm. like Pangina. Yes. Um. <laughs> Hundred percent. But it is interesting to me how this is the top two. This is just a testament to a short season, where you really don't have to do much to get the, to the end. Except Mo did the most. Mo and didn't win a damn thing. Mo did the most and didn't win a damn fucking badge. She owned this runway this season. Yeah. Special shout out to Mo Hart for being one of the most incredible runway queens of any season of Drag Race ever. Even though there was only six episodes that you needed mm-hmm. to snatch, you did it. Mm. You did it. Literally six episodes. I'm, I'm still going to be thinking. Gigi bought one. Yeah. Gigi <laughs> spent her well, entire two. budget on that gown for the finale. What about the one um, last week that you loved? Oh, the Art Deco one? Oh, you didn't love it. That's right. No. But right. she spent money on it, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Supernova was the Kylie Minogue song they lip synced to, and I'm getting really annoyed with RuPaul right now. Why is he picking... <laughs> Now a warning. <laughs> Why is he picking some of the... I don't hate this song. I just... Of all the Kylie songs you could choose for a fucking lip sync. Where the fuck is... Where does the DJ go? Oh, yes. You know I do it. You know I turn it. Where turn is the it. DJ go? Where does the DJ go? Is probably the most drag song on the disco album. Also, I think Magic. Connor Curran said the same thing on the pod a few weeks back. Magic is a great drag song. That album is perfection. Yet we had Supernova on here and I I love it on season 14 with Maddie Morphosis and fucking... (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, very that. Really, Rue? Very that. But it's such a good album. For me, it's Dance Floor Darling and (sighs) Where Does a DJ Go? Okay. They're the two. Where Does a DJ Go is my one. Yeah. I also real really, groove. I also, re- oh, real groove. Fuck me dead. Real groove. But I also really love Say Something. 
I, love I really do love it. Anything, and she does it twice on that on that album. She does it. Where does the DJ go in a real in a, and in real groove? Where you go? Uh-huh. That is a drag queen staple. A double clap in a song. You find a song that's got a double clap in it that a drag queen doesn't do. Stronger than yesterday. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I honestly, when I was watching this lip sync, I was thinking to myself, God, I'm oh. bored. No, I was like, Blue is really doing the actual. Uh, I've said this the so most. many times. When you're doing a lip sync, I need more than just your mouth moving to words. I need a performance. I need a lip sync. I need you to. Act as though you are truly singing this song mm. and performing this song like mm. a fucking pop diva that I love. Blue was doing it. Yeah. She really was. She really was. So it didn't surprise me when RuPaul said, the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the world, the first queen of the mother-tucking world is Blue Hydrangea. Yes, I did laugh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> you didn't even do- I was I wanted to do the soundboard. I did it wrong. Oh no, it's the wrong one. You went for that one, bitch. You went for that. <laughs> and if that doesn't sum up how I feel about this season, I don't know what does. Congratulations, Blue. But I did try. We and press the, I did try and press the one with the. Oh god. Tequila press- literally wanted to get an applause, and instead we got it's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, congratulations, Blue Hydrangea. Oh my goodness, that's the button I wanted first place. <laughs> we shouldn't have them next to each other, I get it. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh no. That is so apt, seriously. <laughs> it's so true though. Ah, she is she is a winner of drag She's race. Queen of the universe. No. <laughs> Queen of the world. Queen of the The Mother Tucking World. Great. She is in there. Apparently, some people consider her in the Hall of Fame, even though this is an all-stars. Rue didn't say you win a spot in the Hall of Fame, so technically she shouldn't be in there. But what? Didn't she say, didn't Rue say All-Stars rules are now in play every episode? No, I think she said UK versus the world rules are in play. Okay. So technically she's not in the Hall of Fame, but she is a winner of Drag Race and she is the first ever queen of an international series. That will never be rehashed again. Probably will. I think, they, I think they will either do Canada next or USA. Just and film it in different places. Hmm. Apparently, Canada versus the world. Thailand versus the world. USA versus the world. USA versus the world. Down Under versus... New Zealand. <laughs> oh, that's just Down Under. <laughs> it is really bizarre that we have... Is, isn't it so weird that we... That we <laughs> this was a season of Drag Race that is a part of the canon because this is not only... Uh, a season of Drag Race, but RuPaul was there hosting it. So it was Michelle sitting there being Michelle. But it feels like, it really does feel like they just did it. Dream. Literally. They yeah. just did it because they could. I don't understand. Like she's not busy enough. I know. Jumping between countries to do here, there and everywhere. I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't it understand makes it. makes sense. But you know what, Blue? You want a crown and you want a mega mix with Ru where I heard, I think I heard your vocals for a solid 28 seconds yeah, in total. Yeah, at least, roughly. I what hate, the fuck was that song? I ha- it is not it. Is not it. And I don't think that Rue has re-recorded her vocals either. No. They are the vocals from what sounds like the original tracks. An all-expenses-paid trip to Hollywood to record this song. Yeah. And what? What, you couldn't do that on your iPhone? Mm. Mm. Bury that. The way they filtered it, it really does sound like you could have done it on your iPhone. It I say that. is poor. 
But, you know, Blue, make that money. Go out and use that title. Get yourself a book deal like all the other fucking UK cunts have got. Get yourself uh, a premier booth at DragCon. Get that merch. Get that touring. You can go tour again. The world's kind of getting back to normal. I don't want to jinx anything, but (laughs) apparently so. So make the most of it, girl. As with all the queens, especially Lemon, that one episode you did, (laughs) go make some money. Also support local drag. And support local drag. And that means not waiting until the cast of Down Under Season 2 comes out and being like, oh, I have to go see that queen because they're going to be on a TV show. No, you should just go see queens in general. You should go see drag. You should go to all of the amazing queer venues in your local area. And wherever you are, there's bound to be some, unless mm. you're in, like, the fucking Outback. Um, I'm no, sure. even Outback has Outback. A, Outback Divas. Let's do it. Trevor runs Outback Divas, and you can find them on Facebook. All right, then, go. Um... Also, yes, I know drag queens have taken up so much space for so long, but there is a new night mm-hmm. that I went to last Sunday, launched last Sunday at the 86, hosted by Justin Talika called Kingdom, uh-huh. which is a brand new drag king night. Sunday nights from 8.30, 8, 8 p.m. Uh, at the 86, and it is... Chef's kiss. Justin Talika, if you have not seen him perform, he is my husband for a start. <laughs> my husband in drag because he's Talika. I'm tequila. He likes gotcha. Talika tequila. Um, and let me tell you, that man can lick. Wow. Wow. He is it in a bit. And his new, he is ruling over this kingdom, honey. A solo show or uh, a No drag guests kings? every week, drag kings. I, I believe he, he's inviting... The best of the best to help rule his kingdom with him. Wow. We have our current Dragathon winner, um, Bruno Solise, I believe. I don't know the pronunciation. uh, Is the guest this week. Go and see them on Sunday night, 8 p.m. That's amazing. Also, split your time between there and me because I'm, <laughs> I'm doing a late show at Molly's on this Sunday because it's a public holiday. But no, don't come and see me. Go and see. <laughs> go and see. Go and see them. Go out and support drag, period. It about is that. everywhere. It is everywhere. You guys are listening to this pod because you like this TV show. Well, this TV show exists because drag artists spent years of their life working on being humble, phenomenal, talented, queer artists who have to deal with the fact that they are facing adversity. They are in a world where people look at them like they're freaks. Mimi, I'm first, was spitting facts. Yeah. <laughs> they are going there, they are making their life, they are dedicating their, their income, their money, their time, their efforts, their energy to making themselves into an entertainer in this very specific form that we love and appreciate. So if you love and appreciate this show, go out and appreciate local drag. It's out there. Go find wherever venue. If you're in a big city, I'm sure you're going to be fine. You're going to be more than fine. You're going to be drowning in options. Mm -hmm. And that's the way we want it. And can't wait to go back to one episode a week because my God, I get tired. (laughs) I get so tired, especially since we record this on Thursday nights and we don't know how to shut up. So... (laughs) Wow, one of us doesn't know how to shut up. It's yeah, hi. It's hi. Different. And if people want to 
hear you continuing to not shut up. Sunday nights at Molly's Bar and Diner here in Melbourne, Drag oh. Roulette, hosted by Tequila Mockingbird. Yes, brought to you by yours truly. It's me. And you're still going to be doing Friday nights at the 86 for Fellas and Frocks, I believe, for the next few weeks. Uh, okay, so for March and April, I only have two dates off. It is the... I have two dates off. You know what I think people should do? Follow me. Yeah, follow you on Instagram so they are aware of your upcoming dates. That'd be great. Do that. You can follow me at Tequila Schmockingbird. That's S-C-H Mockingbird on the interwebs. Go and find me. Yep. And don't forget to subscribe to Not Another Drag Race Podcast. If you haven't at this point, what the fuck are you doing? We are going to be reviewing season 14 new episodes of this iconic season featuring now five trans girls. (laughs) Woo! That's it. Uh, This is without a doubt one of the most memorable seasons of Drag Race in a while. And I think a lot of fans are loving it, even though not a lot of queens seem to be getting eliminated. But that doesn't stop us from chatting about it every single week. So make sure you subscribe to the pod because new episodes of season 14 will be dropping on a weekly basis. What if this week is a double elimination? Oh, it could be. What if this week is a double elimination and one of them, one of has, them has the, the chocolates? Okay, you heard it here first. This episode comes out on <laughs> Friday. You have heard this the day before. I want this noted. Yeah. I'm going to write it on Facebook. I'm going to put it out into the world. I think this is it. This is the gag they've been waiting for. And what if one of them is Georges? <laughs> and if one of them is It's Georges George and Jasmine again. <laughs> In the lip sync. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wouldn't oh that be the God. gag? And they both get sent home. <laughs> they both get sent home, but George just has the chocolate. Amazing. No, gold bar. Yeah. <gasps> well. Well, guys, I get the feeling you're going to want to listen to the podcast on Monday when we discuss Snatch Game because our very special guest joining me on the podcast for that episode, is going to have a lot to say. She's a deep snatch of the pod. The deepest snatch of the pod. And I think... Grand Canyon cunt, I think you (laughs) called her earlier. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're going to be in for a good time. Mm. And while you're subscribing to the pod, make sure... (laughs) You go on Instagram while you're following Tequila to go and follow at Not Another Drag Race Pod. We do fun things over there. Join the community of our fun little podcast. And above all else, Tequila Mockingbird, you have been an absolute delight (laughs) for the past six weeks, Mm -hmm. most of the time. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate you being here. Some of the time. Even though... One time. (laughs) (laughs) Even though all you have to do is literally walk... I don't know, 100 metres? I wouldn't even say that. (laughs) To my apartment, sit down with me and talk into a microphone and I do all of the other work for you. You have been a consummate co-host for this six-week journey that was UK versus the world. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you as a fantastic drag queen and as probably the best co-host I've had on the podcast so far. Notice how I said so far because anything could happen. <laughs> the only podcast co-host. So well, <laughs> there's a long future ahead. Wow. Drag race is not stopping one anytime for soon. One so. is, uh, <laughs> really something to solve, right? No, but thank you so much for joining me these past six weeks. Thank you for having me. I really hope you had a fun, even though you were also very angry in some moments. 
But I'm hey, always angry. This is the human experience, baby. It is. It is. It really Get around is. around it. It really is. And with that being said, guys. Bag I can choke. Is that where we end it? Had to get one last bag of dig on the pod. No more. No more. And stop fucking <laughs> drinking from a plastic. Fuck, you're ruining the earth with this plastic. It's chocolate. <laughs> it's the same plastic bottle. I just keep reusing it. Good for you. As promised, guys, here it is. The chaos. The long awaited. Deleted scene from UK versus the world where Tequila and I got into some very bizarre conversation about Delta Goodrum. We've been talking about it for a while. You deserve to hear it. Well, you deserve to hear it. I can't wait to see how many people drop off at this moment. (laughs) But please enjoy. This is our treat to you. Thank you for joining us every single week for UK versus the world. It's been an absolute thrill. Even if the show has been a little bit, we loved doing this and we loved uh, having so many of you respond to the show on social media. It really is so appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy this fucked up shit. And we will see you next week on another Drag Race podcast. Goodbye. Say hi to your bum for me. Shh. This is not the time. No bum. Say hi to your bum for me. Oh, I thought, okay. I thought, why of all, a Rove (laughs) reference? Really? That makes sense. When Kerry Katona starts distancing yourself from... Oh, I thought you were going to say Kerry Colby. <laughs> no, when Kerry Katona starts distancing herself from you, you know shit must be bad. Oh, she's patched insane, isn't she? Well, she's, she lost her house. Was she Atomic Kitten? Yeah. And then she dated, almost married to Brian McFadden. And then he left her for Delta Goodrum. They had a baby together. Perhaps. I know my Australian pop history. That's not even Australian. It's mostly international. But, you know, you date Delta Goodrum. Everyone knows about it. So... <laughs> Remember when she dated Nick Jonas? Yeah, she's the Taylor Swift of Australia. Oh my God, she really Just is. Just better music. What's she doing these days? She's touring. The Wings of the Wild. Oh no, oh my God, the Wings of the Wild tour. That was six years six ago. Years ago. <laughs> oh my fucking God, I was fucking front row. Are you kidding me? Um, the Bridge Over Troubled Dreams tour starts soon. Which, by the way, is one of the worst album titles I've ever heard in my life. The album's pretty good though. Sure. The album's pretty good. Paralyzed was a good song. She is. You can't deny, as much as she's an annoying bitch, you can't deny Delta Goodrum's talent. If I... I don't care how successful I, I would be. Oh, sorry, I'll say that again. I don't, I don't care how successful I might get. The audacity of you to suggest or to request that when you are performing live on a stage and you go to sit down at your piano and you request that you have a, sta- a fucking secret compartment built at the foot of your piano where you can put your shoes so you can play piano barefoot and then when you're done playing piano, goes back up and brings your shoes back to you. I love that. That's the that's the most that's not even Mariah Carey level shit. Like that's that's ridiculous. Like that's above that's so stupid. I have a friend that worked on her Wings of the Wild tour and she Was was, she, was her job the lever the lever person? Yes. Was she pulled the lever cronk. <laughs> what does that even mean? Pull the lever cronk. <laughs> Poor Valentina. Um, God. Everything comes back to drag, right? I didn't need I didn't need that. <laughs> I didn't need that. You think you're traumatized. Reference I'm, reference Empress New Groove all you want. Don't reference that. I'm doing my, my rewatch as I do, and I reference it every week. The episode I'm up to today while I was sitting eating my lunch, and I just skipped right through it to the end. <laughs> Sex and the Kitty Girl 3. <laughs>
You've got Mohart sitting there doing her her twitching and her and the girls going, yeah, do that, do all of that. And I was like, I can't watch any of this. Ah. This has to be one of the most horrendous. This is breast world bad. Do you know what's wild about that sex in the kitty girl thing? What? It must have been so traumatic that I blocked that out. But I saw, you know how Drag Race on YouTube do those compilations? Yeah. Um, I saw them do that in one of their compilations. Can't remember which one. But they played a scene after the, <laughs> you know, when they were filming the coffee shop where the four of them mm-hmm. plus the dead chick <laughs> splat comes in. And um, there was a scene that they did that I do not remember being in the episode. <laughs> I legitimately commented on the YouTube video. Was this even in the episode? <laughs> was this like a deleted? What happened? What? I genuinely don't know. It was like a scene where the girls were like somewhere and it was like in the actual end result, not while, not while yeah. they were filming it. It was in the thing that was being presented on the runway. And I was just like, I don't remember any of this. Yeah. I blocked it all out. I must have blocked it all out. But then it all came flooding back when I started the episode today and I was like, skip. Let's go to Super Queen. <laughs> Let's get to that. And let's play that song. When she walks in to the club. Let's play that like on two times speed. Because there is no need for a, a top four song to be that slow. No, there is not. There is no need. Um, speaking of people who don't know how to play instruments. Who, who are we talking about? So the girls in, um, th- when the girls come out for Super Queen. Yes. The oh, yes. The, the previous the, All-Stars. Yeah, the previous Trixie, winners. Yeah. Um, Alaska, Chad. They're fake playing all these yeah. instruments. Trixie knows how to play guitar, though, so why didn't she just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bringing it all back to zero. Delta Goodrum. Yes. It's We're all, back. We're back, faked. everyone. What? It's all faked. What's fake? It's a pre-recorded track. She's not playing it live. She doesn't play piano live. She's not playing live. She kicks off her shoes yeah. down in some leather device yeah. into the stage. Yeah. Purely so she yeah. can play... She's playing the notes, right. But they, she's playing along to a backing track. She's key syncing. Yeah, she's key syncing, yeah. 100%. Can you... The more you know. Okay. Delta, please give me free tickets to your now show. I'm <laughs> Girl. Now I'm concerned you're not just a drag race conspiracy theorist, you're a full-blown conspiracy theorist. What, did 9-11 not happen either? Like, This isn't conspiracy. My friend worked on the Wings of the Wild Tour and told me. She spent an entire tour with a piano on stage uh-huh. not playing it. Correct. She played Predictable Live and... There was one other, maybe Mistaken Identity. Of all the songs. <laughs> it might not have been. It was something else. It was one of the piano-heavy songs. Um, Innocent Eyes. And she plays the beginning of she plays the beginning of Born to Try and the beginning of Innocent Eyes. Uh, the, the breakdown of Innocent Eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my innocent eyes. Um, she plays those bits. Those are truly live, but everything else is key-synced. Wild, right? It's wild, and I feel really bad for our international listeners who have no fucking no idea who Delta Goodrum, Goodrum is. Um, you know what? Don't Google it. She was on Neighbours <laughs> and she had cancer. Yeah, and since then she's just done The Voice. Yeah, she pretty didn't much. She turned a chair for me. She very nearly did. She very nearly did. What? She nearly turned a chair for me. Oh, I forgot you did that, yeah. <laughs> there isn't a show I haven't lost at this point. Do I you, am the Jujube of Melbourne Drag. Do you know what's a random... <laughs> well, I'll just wait, let me say one more thing. <laughs> hey, Tequila was the one saying all the Delta <laughs> shit. Let me have this one. Fucking that third album of hers. I remembered this the other day. She did a horrible music video for In This Life that was just her sitting in a chair yes. in a white screen. Yes. That was because her second video for Believe Again was the biggest budget in the world. Yeah. It was 
so crazy. That huge was the budget. album with Sitting on Top of the World, yeah? No, that was the album with In This Life Believe Again, You Will Only Break My Heart. Ah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, I don't even like Double Children, but I know all this shit because that is how fucking good I am. Um, but the next two videos, You Will Only Break My Heart, it was her, again, sitting in a chair <laughs> with a computer, um, watching her fans do dances to her song. And then the, set, the, the next video was like a BTS of her on tour. How doesn't that just tell you everything about the budget Sony give Australian artists that she doesn't have any for three out of four music videos, but she will devote all of it to one. She needed all every single cent she had for music videos for that album cycle to go to one video because she and wanted, believe again wasn't that a, wasn't that great a video. Believe again, yeah, uh, mm, nah. But the other three were fucking terrible, awful. So I was mistaken like, mistaken identity is my favorite Delta Goodwin video. I can't remember it. She's in the water and she's all wet and she's all dark and she's got dark eyeliner. She's got the short hair again. And she's like, oh, oh, it's so good. Nah. My very first boyfriend bought me that album. <laughs> I was 14. <laughs> wow. I was 14. He bought me it for anniversary and then broke up with me on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> he was coming to meet my mum. He was coming to meet my mum and dad and then he never turned up and I was like, I'm sure he's just got something out for me. I'm sure he just forgot. And then he just never turned up and then... Um, oh, that's actually heartbreaking. And I, when I saw him at school, I bought... It was really sad. I bought a, like a, <laughs> a heart-shaped box of Love Heart chocolates from Priceline and a card. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I just remember and that. Down, I have to tell my therapist. <laughs> Please, I'm having a traumatic. You don't need your therapist. I'm about to be a therapist. I'm having a traumatic stress um, reaction. So, um, did you carry the hurt of that with you? Apparently not. <laughs> now it's here and it's living and it's real and it's in my life. You know, we all have trauma. <sighs> um, bless Saint Clair, but um, <laughs> oh, woof. You realise most of this I'm probably going to cut out. <laughs> no, keep it all in. It's good I'm stuff. Probably, I don't want to spend 20 minutes talking about Delta fucking good journalism. No, it's podcast. good stuff. I love it. I'll keep just, them entertained because they've got to come back for Drag Race. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see what, I'll see what I do. You'll find out <laughs> the end result tomorrow. You'll find out. Can't wait to not lose the work.